It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Monday edition of the show, a long holiday weekend once again, but a lot to get to as we kick off 2021 right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Some sad news on the BYU basketball front with two games postponed due to COVID-19, but more importantly, former BYU basketball coach Dave Rose hospitalized after a stroke. We'll talk about the impact of both of those events for the BYU basketball program. We'll also talk about BYU football. Zach Wilson officially declares for the NFL draft. What can he and the other juniors who have declared so far, Dax Mill and Brady Christensen, do for the BYU football program moving on to the pro ranks? We'll get to all that ahead on today's show. Our title sponsor today is our good friends at Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On, and save yourself 20% on your next order. Also brought to you today by our good friends at BetOnline.ag. We'll tell you a little bit more about both of those companies later on in today's podcast. All right, there you go. That's the rundown. So with 2021 underway, let's get underway. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for January 4th, 2021. Hello, everybody. I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to download your daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports with us here. As we kick off a new year, the message remains the same on this podcast. And I don't mean that to sound redundant, but this is your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each and every day, as well as getting you the insider tidbits that you will not and cannot find anywhere else. Make sure you join us every day here on this podcast. Hit the follow or subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave us a rating and review especially. This is a time of the year when we have our New Year's resolutions. I am no different, but I would encourage you guys, make sure you join us each day. Our down Download numbers last year were absolutely insane, and it's a credit to all of you who discovered the podcast last year, and here's to hoping we can have another record-breaking year in 2021 with the Locked on Cougars podcast. Pulling back to the curtain a little bit on the podcast, last year we were up 55% over 2019 in total overall download numbers. It's just, it's incredible. It, it warms my heart to know that you guys think this is a product worth listening to each day. And a big thank you as we begin a new year and another year with this podcast. Looking forward to really building something special with you guys over the coming years and months. All right, kicking off today's show, let's talk about some of the important news when it comes to life and how it revolves around BYU sports. And kicking off things, that means we're going to talk about Dave Rose. An announcement coming out Saturday morning. The former BYU basketball head coach Dave Rose suffered a stroke and has been hospitalized. Uh, according to what I heard from other reports, he is stable, but there's been no indication of what his status is at the hospital, whether it's critical condition, stable condition. He just he's stable. He's been stabilized in the hospital, and it's very sad to read. Uh, I believe Jay Drew, or I think it was Jeff Call, excuse me that uh, put a story out that said that they were talking to some people and a source indicated that it was going to be a, a tough uh, thing to overcome for Dave Rose to recover from this latest health setback. And I guess right off the top here, I want to give my best wishes, my thoughts and prayers to the Rose family. Dave Rose has been just the 
utmost of an ambassador for the BYU men's basketball program. He joined the program in 1997 as one of the assistant coaches under new head coach Steve Cleveland. He spent the next eight or nine seasons, I think it was eight seasons, under Steve Cleveland as an assistant coach before succeeding Coach Cleveland as the head coach for BYU until the last two years. It just had been a stellar, stellar run for Dave Rose coming from Dixie Junior College, what was then Dixie Junior College, now it's Dixie State University. But cool to see his rising star through all those years with BYU basketball. And this latest setback health-wise for him is just the pits. This is a man who fought off pancreatic cancer, spent another 10 years coaching on the sideline after fighting off that just awful disease. Then he had a heart attack in, what was it, January of 2019. His wife uh, drove him to the hospital. He recovered from that, by all accounts and purposes, and now suffers a stroke at the age of 63. If there is one person on this planet, in my opinion, that deserves a good run of health, it's Dave Rose. He has been through a lot, folks, and this latest setback just... it sucks. It, it, plain and simple, it sucks. And it makes you wonder uh, how much more this man is going to have to endure. I, I don't know what his status is. I wish I had more to pass along to you. But I think the biggest thing is we need to send our collective well wishes, our prayers, and just our overall positive vibes to the Rose family at this time. It's an awful way to send out 2020 to have your patriarch of your family suffer a stroke and now he's hospitalized. And I'm hoping that all can be as well as can be expected for the Rose family here in 2021. My hope is that Dave Rose can recover from this stroke. He can regain whatever uh, status he had previously. Strokes are very tough to come back from, as many of you know who have had family members who have suffered from them, or if you yourself have had a stroke. It's not it's not an easy thing to come back from, but I think the overall thing I want to pass along to the Rose family here on today's podcast as we kick off 2021 is that our thoughts and prayers collectively with the Locked On Cougars podcast as well as the entirety of Cougar Nation, and I'm telling you the sport of basketball. I saw guys like Sean Farnham on ESPN, uh, Larry Kraskoviak, University of Utah head coach, all putting out uh, feelers and well wishes to Dave Rose, wishing him the best as he hopefully recovers. Tim Lacombe, one of his longtime assistants at BYU, also talked about like the fact that uh, the Rose family's become essentially an extension of his own family, and he was hoping for the best. So just a tough, tough situation if you're Dave Rose. And here's hoping that he recovers fully or recovers to the degree that he can regain, I guess, his previous st- that is in life. And I hope that all is well with his family. I know his wife and family have just been hoping that he would have a good run. He could be the grandfather and the father that they always hoped he could be. By all intents and purposes, everything I have talked to him about is he's been that ever since retiring. And even while he was coaching at BYU, as much as he was able to, he was a standout father and grandfather. And man, I I go back to this. If there is one man in my mind that deserves a good run of health, It's Dave Rose, but as it stands, he's had some major health setbacks, and here's hoping that he can get back uh, to his normal function and just please, if you whatever religious background you might be of, whether you're religious or not, send your well wishes, your good vibes, send your prayers up 
for and in behalf of Dave Rose as he tries to overcome this latest health setback. All right, didn't want to start off the show necessarily on a downer, but we have a lot to get to still here in just a moment. We need to talk some BYU football. Zach Wilson officially entering the NFL draft. And also got to get to some BYU basketball news and notes here in just a little bit as well as they had both games in Southern California over the weekend canceled due to COVID. How much of a concern is it for Mark Pope and the current iteration of the BYU men's basketball program? We'll get to that a little bit later on. But right now, let's talk a little bit about our good friends at betonline.ag, folks. 2021 is here, and of course, sports betting over the past year has gotten more and more popular in this country. Of course, with the laws changing around the country in various states, it's becoming more and more in vogue. And there's one place, if you want to place your sports bets, do it at betonline.ag, folks. Love this company. They've been a longtime uh, provider of different odds for different sports, whether you're into the NBA, college basketball, college football, NFL, Major League Baseball. I don't know, even tiddlywinks, I'm sure they have odds on. Whatever it is you're interested in, betonline.ag has got it for you guys. Right now, when you go to betonline.ag, you can sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, guys. Think about that. Free money from betonline.ag. So once again, go to betonline.ag, sign up for your free account, and when you make your first deposit, use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. As many of you saw on social media over the weekend, Zach Wilson, BYU star junior quarterback, officially declared his intention to enter the 2021 NFL Draft. And he is moving to Southern California to begin work with 3D QB and longtime QB guru who's worked with him, John Beck. So he'll be down there in Southern California training for the upcoming Pro Day slash NFL Combine circuit that obviously is going to be a huge part of solidifying himself in the NFL Draft. But I got to express my well wishes to him as he moves on now with his football career. I wanted to read, though, some of the stuff from his statement that he put out on social media from the weekend. So here we go. Quote, to the greatest fan base in the world, thank you for the best three years of my life. On our home turf or on the road, there was no question that the blue wave would be fierce. BYU is a special place. I'm forever blue. Then he goes on to honor some of the coaches who worked with him. Coach Kalani, thank you for believing on me. Thank you for believing in me, excuse me. You took a chance on me when others wouldn't. Coach Fessy, speaking of Fessy Satake, you gave me my very first offer at Weber State at the time. You saw the potential in me before anybody else. A huge reason I even came to BYU. Coach Grimey, speaking of Jeff Grimes, when I met you, I was just a kid with a football and a dream. Your direction and leadership helped me grow and mature into the man and player I am today. Coach A-Rod, speaking of Aaron Roderick, thank you for the late night discussions about scheme and situations, for believing in me endlessly. When others turn on me you ignored the static and kept your faith in me we made one hell of a team and it goes on just to talk about the different people he wanted to honor guys like tom homo john beck to all of his teammates to his family about his family here says last but not least 
least to my family, my parents, and my siblings. I know the sacrifice that, sacrifices that were made so I could have this opportunity. To my grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends, I chose BYU to share this experience with you, and you did not disappoint. Your love and support is what kept me grinding. And he finishes it off saying, after much thought, prayer, and consideration, I'm excited to announce that I will be declaring for the 2021 NFL Draft. I pray that I, always, I will always make Cougar Nation proud, signed Zach Wilson. I think that he's made Cougar Nation proud. If I'm speaking for the collective uh, whole of Cougar Nation, those of you listening here on the Locked On Cougars podcast and beyond, I think all of us can say thank you to Zach Wilson. He did a lot in his short time at BYU, and now he's poised to go into the NFL and become the first first-round draft pick in the NFL since Jim McMahon. I know that Steve Young was picked up in the first round after his time with the USFL, but officially it's Jim McMahon was the last time that an NFL quarterback from BYU was taken in the first round. And I'm excited to see what Zach Wilson's future holds. I think he is going to be a solid player if put in the right situation in the NFL. He's solidly in the top three quarterback in the draft class conversation. Trevor Lawrence, I think, is the undisputed number one quarterback. I know that his performance in the college football playoff semifinal against Ohio State and fellow top quarterback prospect Justin Fields maybe had some people questioning that, but I just think that the talent, the size, the potential from Trevor Lawrence is too much for the NFL to ignore, so I think he is number one. And then it comes down to Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. Who does the franchises picking in that pecking order atop the draft, who do they like more? The coming next three months are going to be, or actually four months, I guess is what I should say, are going to be critical for Zach Wilson to solidify himself. I don't think he falls outside the top 15 personally unless he really disappoints in the workouts. But I'll tell you this much. Everything I know about Zach Wilson, everything I know about his background, the way he is prepared for games during his time at BYU, the type of kid he is, the type of leader he is, he is going to put his absolute 100% best effort into preparing for this draft. He wants to be a quarterback in the mold of a Tom Brady, a Peyton Manning. He wants to be one of the all-time greats. He is going to put in his effort. Biggest thing with the NFL is, as many of you know, it's getting yourself in the right situation. And the funny thing is, the higher up in the NFL draft, and this goes back to a conversation we had in December with Jim McMahon, formerly the the fifth overall pick, if I'm not mistaken, by the Chicago Bears. Maybe a little bit later than that. The fifth pick was Ziggy Ansah. But regardless, a first-round pick in his own right. Jim McMahon told me on this podcast that the higher up in the NFL draft you go, the harder of a situation you may find yourself in just because the other parts of the team aren't necessarily so put together to help you have success right away. I know many people out there are terrified of Zach Wilson going to the New York Jets. I know they don't have a great reputation. If Zach is the number two overall pick in the draft going to the New York Jets, if they trade Sam Darnold or whatever it might be, the funny thing about the Jets is they have a lot of draft picks. They have a lot of stuff that they can move around to put pieces around a guy like Zach Wilson if you were to go there. But that's not the conversation for today. The conversation today is to congratulate Zach Wilson on making this decision as he moves forward with his football playing career. I'm excited to see him in the NFL. I'm excited to see Brady Christensen in the NFL. I'm excited to see Dax Milne. I think all three of them are likely to be picked based on what I'm hearing right now. I know many people had that question about Dax Milne, and let me add this tidbit. I was talking with a guy who does a lot of the evaluation for the NFL over the weekend, and I asked him, okay, 
Obviously, Dax Millen is going to be a lightning rod. Where is he currently slated to be picked? And he told me rounds at five through seven currently. That could go up, that could go down, all depending on how workouts go over the next few months. Pro days, the combine, and we actually don't know what the current situation is going to be for guys as they get ready for the combine and pro days will they have virtual pro days like they had towards the tail end of the draft cycle last year with COVID-19 raging we don't know currently but a kid like Dax Milne is going to have to capitalize on those opportunities I don't think Zach Wilson needs to do a ton outside of solidify what people have seen on film from him this year to lock in his round one grade I think he is a first-round draft pick. I think he's a top 15, so the top half of the first round. I think he is going to go. Quarterbacks in the NFL are at a premium. There are 32 of them in the NFL, and I would say, man, more than half of the league right now doesn't have a quote-unquote franchise quarterback. There has been a Darth, I think, of some guys who have come into the league with teams thinking that they're going to be a franchise quarterback, and they've petered out. I can tell you this much. What I know about Zach Wilson is he is going to put in every ounce of effort he can to become that franchise quarterback. Will it ultimately come that he is that guy? Only time will tell. Let's be clear about that. But I am bullish on this young man. I am a self-absorbed San Francisco 49ers fan, and I would love nothing more than to see Zach Wilson suiting up in the San Francisco's colors playing for the 49ers. I think a coach like Kyle Shanahan would be just an embarrassment of riches for a kid like Zach Wilson. Kyle Shanahan strikes me as the type of coach like an Aaron Roderick. Shanahan's had wild success in the NFL. He's already taken the 49ers to a Super Bowl a year ago. Injuries really derailed the 49ers season this year, but he has proven. You give him a quarterback who has skills like a kid like Zach Wilson appears to have, and some crazy, crazy things could happen. I'm I'm not afraid to speak it into existence to get Zach Wilson to the 49ers and have him become the next Steve Young. Will he be the next Steve Young? Who knows? He's not lefty and he's not necessarily as prolific a scrambler as Steve Young. But I do think that Zach Wilson has every bit the ability, the talent, the moxie, the leadership, just the football mind to be a star in the NFL. It's all going to depend on what situation he finds himself in. Does he find a coach like a guy like Kyle Shanahan who believes in him, doesn't put limitations on his quarterback, and allows him to be himself? If somebody does that, I think that Zach Wilson is going to reward whichever NFL franchise he plays for. I am super, super excited to see Zach Wilson in the NFL playing for whatever team he plays for. I know many of you probably will have your NFL allegiance for whatever team Zach does get drafted by. I'm not going to lie. I have been a longtime 49er fan. I will still continue to track him, obviously, as I do with all the other former BYU Cougars and the pros. But I'm looking forward to seeing where he lands. I think this is going to be a fun, fun pre-draft cycle. And by the way, One note on that pre-draft cycle, be prepared for reports like we heard what was just a week and a half ago of him not being a leader, blah, 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 blah. There are going to be anonymous quotes put out there trying to denigrate the character and the play of Zach Wilson. And a lot of it is gamesmanship by NFL GMs and front office personnel who are trying to make a guy fall to where they might be able to pick him up or maybe trade up to get him. It's going to happen, folks. There's going to be a lot of good said about Zach Wilson, and there's probably going to be a fair bit of bad said about him. But the nice part is, I don't think there's anything that he has done at this point that takes away my belief that he is a top half of the first round NFL draft pick, 
And once he gets to the NFL, he is going to be, I think, the poster child for what BYU can be for young men. I think that right now the Cougars need to capitalize on the three juniors who have declared for the draft at this point. Brady Christensen, Dax Milne, and Zach Wilson. All three of them were not highly sought-after prospects. Zach Wilson was the highest rated of the three as a three-star prospect who had a bevy of Power 5 offers, but not necessarily the elite of the elite. Uh, Brady Christensen was offered a scholarship on the final recruiting weekend before BYU had their national signing day, and he took that offer. Dax Milne was a preferred walk-on from Bingham High School. His teammate in high school, Braden Cosper, actually was a scholarship athlete at BYU from the get-go. All three of them have proven that BYU's development and their own personal work had put them in a position to go play professional football earlier than their collegiate eligibility uh, has given them. All three of them could have come back in every circumstance and played at least two more years in college football. They are capitalizing on their wild success in 2020. And I, for one, am looking forward to seeing them and hopefully having that success. So that way, BYU, with guys like Jason Ayu, as well as the entire recruiting staff, as well as the coaching staff, Kalani Satake and the like, can then turn to future recruits at BYU and say, okay, you see Brady Christensen right there playing for X franchise in the NFL and starting? Well, he was a two-star prospect. You see Dax Milne over there playing for that franchise? He was a preferred walk-on. You see Zach Wilson? He was a three-star prospect. If you come here, we are going to do our absolute darn to get you ready for the next level. If that's your goal, we will support you. We will make sure that we make it possible for you to accomplish your goals in a BYU uniform. You can be those guys. You need to be those guys. We need you to come here and be those guys. And you know what? If As you continue to have success with that, it becomes a self-feeding machine. And that's the goal for the BYU football program. Get back to being a program that puts out talent year in and year out for the NFL. Because as guys see more and more players from BYU getting their opportunities at the next level, well, guess what? They'll be more apt and more inclined to go to BYU and believe that they can be the next of the next crop of BYU talent that makes it at the next level. So I am looking forward to seeing Zach Wilson playing in the NFL alongside guys like Brady Christensen and Dax Milne. And that doesn't even necessarily uh, exclude the seniors from BYU. Troy Warner, Zane Anderson, Tristan Hodge, just to name a few. I think there is a lot to look forward to when it comes to BYU and the NFL in the next few years, especially this year in 2021. They could have the first of what is a bumper crop of NFL draft picks over the next couple of years coming up here in the next few months. So I, for one, am looking forward to it. We'll have you guys track. We'll be locked onto it all throughout the draft season. Hopefully have some of these guys like Zach Wilson on the podcast to talk about their draft journey. And we'll cover it all for you guys. So stay tuned for all of that. Real quick, before we uh, switch gears back to BYU basketball and talk about the situation that Mark Pope's program finds themselves in where they might not play a game for a number of weeks, we need to talk about our good friends at Built Bar. Many of you out there probably set your New Year's goals, New Year's resolutions to probably include something on the health front, whether it's to lose weight, get into the gym, try to gain weight, pack on that muscle. I don't know what it is. You're dieting. But guess what? Built Bar is the perfect complement for wherever you're at in your life and health journey. What I can tell you this much is that Built Bars are the best tasting protein bars out there, bar none. I absolutely love them. They are the best tasting snack I have added to my diet over the past year or so. And I'll tell you what, if you guys add them to your diet, you'll be singing their praises just like I am. They have 18 different flavors, both nut and non-nut flavors, all of them 
absolutely delicious, covered in 100% real chocolate. They taste like a candy bar. You won't believe that you're eating something that's healthy for you. They're high in fiber, high in protein, low calorie, low sugar. It is the perfect complement on whichever of life's journeys you are on. I carry them in my backpack every day. I know that you guys will probably do the same if you give them that opportunity. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code Locked On when you're there, and save yourself 20% on your next order of Built Bars. I actually ordered my latest order of Built Bars over the weekend. Some of my favorite flavors include Cherry Barcia. I've become a big fan of the orange chocolate flavor. And the funny thing is that people have talked about the lemon almond cheesecake as well as the coconut almond flavors. And they were two that I hadn't tried until recently. I'll tell you this much. Coconut almond, it tastes essentially like an almond joy. I'm an almond joy fan. They're one of the underrated candy bars in my pantheon of candy bars. We can have that debate at some point down the road, but the, the message here is that Built Bars are absolutely delicious, guys. So give them an opportunity. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code Locked On and save yourself 20% and enjoy the best tasting protein bars on the market. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. As we close out this Monday edition of the show, I wanted to tell you guys about a new show here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is Locked On Bets. It's actually a fantastic podcast, and if you guys are interested in sports betting and working with our friends at betonline.ag who actually sponsor Locked On Bets, it's a quick-hitting daily podcast that focuses on sports betting. They're giving you the insider tidbits on which games you should be looking at and targeting at betting, and guess what? With Lee Sterling, the, the longtime handicapping expert, Locked On Bets is going to help you guys have success in the sports betting realm 2020 is obviously over it's time for a fresh start and a few more wins if you're going to bet this year and want more wins listen to locked on bets with your boy q and lee sterling of paramount sports they're picking college basketball football and nba locks all winter long guys subscribe to locked on bets wherever you get your podcasts just like this one with locked on cougars all right as we close out this edition of locked on cougars let's talk some byu basketball for one more moment here BYU basketball had both games that they had scheduled at Pepperdine in San Diego over the weekend canceled, or I guess we'll technically call them postponed, due to COVID concerns within both programs. I saw an update yesterday from John Rothstein of CBS Sports saying that Lorenzo Romar, Pepperdine's coach, said that the Waves would get back, hopefully, to practicing and resuming team activities on January 9th, which is later this week. That would uh, preclude BYU from having one of those common dates they had with the Waves from actually taking place, it appears. So it looks like if that game's going to be rescheduled as it stands right now, and I think there's going to be more cancellations and postponements in the coming weeks, that January 28th is the most likely for that game to be rescheduled. With regards to San Diego, I have not seen an update on when they might be able to resume uh, their workouts, etc. But the biggest concern is now that BYU may not play a game for over two weeks because this week's opponent for BYU, which is supposed to be the Pacific Tigers on Thursday, well, Pacific's actually been shut down for weeks now with their own COVID concerns. The hope is that they would come off of COVID and open up West Coast Conference play against BYU at the Marriott Center on Thursday. But right now, 
it's anybody's guess as to if that will happen. Uh, women's basketball has actually not had a problem so far. They're actually in action tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time in San Diego at Jenny Craig Pavilion, taking on the Lady Toreros. They'll also be in action later this Thursday in Los Angeles, California, against Loyola Marymount. Uh, you can catch both of those games streaming on the WCC Network. Links at BYUcougars.com if you want to watch Shaylee Gonzalez and her teammates absolutely obliterate their opposition. It's, they're a fun team to watch. But the concern is for BYU men's basketball is they could go for multiple weeks here without a game if they don't have something come up. I, I know the next game currently scheduled for BYU beyond Pacific this week is a week from Thursday at St. Mary's in Moraga, California against the Gales. To go multiple weeks without a game Ah, man, I, I worry about the team getting rusty, coming off some big wins, especially none bigger than that San Diego State upset on the road. To not play a game from before Christmas until the middle of January, man, I, it's got all kinds of concern written all over it for me personally with regards to Mark Pope's team. It's not the concern that I have that Mark Pope's guys won't be working hard. I can tell you this much. Mark Pope and his staff, they'll have these guys absolutely going after one another in practice to get ready for whenever they're back on the court. But let's have our fingers crossed and hope that Pacific is able to play this week against BYU in the Marriott Center. That is a game that BYU needs to play. If they can't get that game on the books, if Pacific is still having COVID issues, contact tracing, all that stuff that would preclude them from playing... I'd start making some phone calls and see if you can maybe schedule a non-conference game for this Saturday. We've proven with BYU football and sports in general, the games can come together on short notice. We just saw it this past weekend that both Weber State and UVU, both common opponents for BYU so far this season, they put a game together due to COVID concerns of their own on a Saturday, and they put it together, I think, on like a Tuesday. So I think that BYU, if they're not able to play this coming Thursday against the Pacific Tigers, you start making some phone calls. Call up the likes of Idaho State. Maybe call Weber State or UVU again and see if you can find a game. There are other programs out there who are dealing with COVID concerns of their own or their opponents have had COVID concerns that have precluded them from playing. Find an opponent. Play a game at least this week. But the hope is, I think, that West Coast Conference play rolls on for BYU and actually, I guess, gets underway technically as they take on Pacific Thursday at the Marriott Center. So we'll update you as anything comes with regards to Pacific and their status with regards to COVID issues of their own. And here's hoping that BYU men's basketball can find their way back onto the court very quickly here and avoid, yeah, what could be, what, a three-week layoff, roughly? Man, that's a long time to go without playing a game, especially in the middle of a season. All right, that's going to do it for this Tuesday edition of the show. Come up later this week. We'll have more on BYU basketball, obviously. We're going to start taking some deeper dives into what to expect from BYU football, looking ahead to 2021. What does the quarterback position look like? How do they go about replacing guys like Dax Milne and Brady Christensen at both uh, tackle and wide receiver, respectively? What to make of the seniors moving on? There's a lot to dive into, and we'll have that all covered beginning this week, and also we'll continue to update you with regards to anything that happens in the BYU sports world. Sad news like Dave Rose, like I said, our thoughts and prayers and our well wishes go to the Rose family at this time. But we will have everything covered for you each and every day right here on the Locked on Cougars podcast. All right, make sure you follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked on Cougars. The hope is here in the next few days, we're actually going to add a phone line where you actually can call in and leave your thoughts on the podcast. Leave us a message. We'll play some of them on the podcast, react to them. 
kind of a fun new addition for 2021. And you know what? We're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast overall going into the new year. So a big thank you once again for your continued support of the show. It's a blast to be with you each and every day. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Locked On Cougars. Make sure to email the show if you have questions, concerns, etc. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the address to do that. And my personal Twitter feed, if you'd like to follow me there, is Jacob C. Hatch. All right. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for January 4th, 2021. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.